Okay, we are in Sefer Daniel Perik Hey Pasuk Chafbeis the Anta Berei Balshatza, and so we saw in yesterday's Shir that Balshatza is the grandson of Nebuchadnezzar. He is the third and final king of Babel, and what he has done is throw a lavish. Bacchanalian drunken party for him and his followers and in the course of his being drunk he has decided to take out the kalim, the kosos, the cups, the utensils that Nebuchadnezzar had originally taken from the base Hamikdash, from the Bayes Rishon. It sounds again, unfortunately, say like a casual drunken act but it's very carefully calibrated because we noted that Belshazzar was very much aware of the Nebuah of Yirmiyahu. Yirmiyahu had said, after 70 years, the Kaddish Baruch Hu is coming to get you out of Bavel. Question is, when does that 70 years begin and end? So Belshazzar's calculations were that it began with the ascension of Nebuchadnezzar to the throne, and so now he is 71 years from that. He's safe. He's home free. It's a miscalculation. It's not from Nebuchadnezzar's coming the first time. It's a rather ascension even. It's his completion of the act of burning the temple and putting the Jews in exile, which was 18 years later. We're going to see Ahasuerus made the same mistake. So he makes the mistake. In addition to drinking, having these, this group drink out of the holy vessels of the Beis HaMikdash, he at the same time toasts the health of the gods of gold, silver, iron, metal, wood, stone, just icons. He uses these vessels to, to, to praise them, to worship them. At this point, a disembodied finger comes and writes on the plaster wall against the candelabra. And Belshazzar alone sees that it's not just a disembodied finger, it's a palm. It's an entire disembodied palm. And he just loses it. He becomes totally white and with ray, with, with confusion, and totally um, disoriented. And he doesn't know what to do, and so he sends for his Khartoumim, the astrologers, the necromancers, the, uh, those who do demonology, not only can't they tell him an interpretation, they can't tell him what the words say. At this point, his mother, or, uh, sorry, his wife, but some say it's his grandmother, comes into the banquet and says, calm down, don't be so disoriented, don't be so... There was a man in your grandfather's court named Doniel, who was brilliant, smart, intelligent. He could undo any riddle, solve any problem, explain any difficulty, call him. So immediately Belshazzar calls for Doniel, and Doniel says, all right, I will tell you what it is. Belshazzar offers them all extravagant gifts, like a third of the kingdom. He says, I don't need your gifts. I will tell you what it is. But first of all, I must tell you in a brief history lesson, 
your grandfather Nebuchadnezzar was an evil, terrible, homicidal tyrant. But yet at the end of his days, having been reduced to living like an animal, he realizes, it dawns on him, that there is a higher authority than him. There is the Kaddish Baruch Hu. He realizes that there is an Almighty who is the sole creator, and he internalizes that. Before we even get now to his response, there's a valid question. Why can't they read it? What do you mean they can't tell what's written on the wall? So the Gemara gives several reasons in Sanhedrin. One is that they were used to the language of the Hebrew language, the Ivrit, and now it's Asher. They changed the entire dialect on them. Says the, the Gemara, it's ridiculous, because the truth is everyone knew Asher. That was the language of Bavel. That can't be it. Some say it was done in gematria. It was done in a combination, in what we call an ashpatz. An ashpatz is where you take the first letter and it's to correspond to the last letter of the alphabet. The second is the second to last. The third is the third to last, really means that letter. And you have to put that together to do it. Others say that it was spelt downwards, north to south, not across. There were a whole bunch of letters. Others say that what you had to do was take the first letter or the last letter of each sentence. So that that's why you can make an argument they couldn't read it. Now Daniel's going to read it. But first, after reciting this history of how his grandfather at least understood the, the uh, sanctity of a Kaddish Baruch now he says, the Antobare Belshatza, and you, Belshatza, Lo This means nothing to you. You didn't lower your heart. You made no attempt, and there's no excuse for it. You know better. Kol kabel de data. You saw everything that happened. You saw the insanity, the mental breakdown. You saw how it ends. You have no excuse for not internalizing what you saw and learning it, you just kept your own arrogant ways. And for this, says Daniel, you're going to be punished even more severely. Continues. For Almarat Shamaya Hisromamta, you raise yourself over heaven, and you brought all the uh, utensils from the temple before you, the Antavaravnecha in front of your um, nobles, Shiglosko, we've interpreted as consorts, Lechanosko's concubines, Chemra, Shasin, Bahon, Lole, Kasma, Vedahava. You drank from the cups at the same time as you uttered pains of worship to gold idols, silver idols, brass idols, steel idols. Wooden idols, stone idols. Tilo chazin, they can't see. Velo shaman, they can't listen. Velo yodin, they have no knowledge. Shabchas lahela And instead of acknowledging the one whose your neshama, your soul is in his hands, and all your ways, all your life is attributed to the Kaddish Baruch Lo hadarta. You didn't glorify him. You glorified every other idol in the place. And he is continuing, Daniel. At that moment, yes, 
a hand came before you, and wrote on the wall. And this is what he wrote on the wall. He wrote the words, Mene, Mene, Tekel, Ufarsin. And now, Daniel is going to explain what that forward message is. Says Daniel, Dana Pisham Milsa. Dana means I have um, weighed. No, not I have weighed. I have seen, I've judged. I have judged your reign, your malchus. And so it is the Kaddish Baruch Hu's decision that your reign come to an end. Regardless of the 70 years, you're short, you're long, it's ending. Tekel, the word Tekel is Teklasa B'moznasa. I have weighed. I have weighed your deeds on a scale. And I find you terribly wanting. Hilly. Yes. Compared to someone like Menasha, what, like, why? Okay. Why, why, why are some people judged, and especially a non-Jew, when you were Jewish kings that were much more wanting? Okay. So I'm going to bring what I was going to do later, just a quick Gemara. What was so severe about what Balshetza did? Why is that the breaking point? Let me read you from Nadarim, Dach Samach Beis Amud Aleph, Omar Rabba Bar Rabchana, Omar Rav Yochanan, Kol Hamishtamesh Bikisra Shel Torah Nekar Min Haolam. Whoever uses the crown of the Torah for his personal benefit is liable to be totally uprooted from the world. And Kalva Homer, we learn this, and this was a Rav who this is involved, we learn it from a Kalva Homer. Uma Belshatzar, consider Belshatzar, Shehishtamesh Bikli Kodesh, Shenasu Klikol. These Kalim that he used really aren't Kodesh anymore. Once they have been taken out of the base Hamikdash, they are plain Kulin. They're um, non-sacred. Yet, Nekar Min HaOlam, Belshazzar is uprooted that very moment or soon after for using just these non-sacred vessels. Because it says, Malayla Ketil Belshazzar, he is killed. Therefore, Hamishtamesh Bekisra Shel Torah, one who uses the crown of Torah. Now, this could mean several things. He could use the physical use of the crown. He takes it for whatever purpose. We know the law is of Me'ilah, someone that appropriates the property of the temple. It's a very strict penalty. But one who takes the crown of Torah, which is alive and enduring, it doesn't lose its kedusha. Al achas kama v'kama. How much more so do you get severe punishment uh, as Menashe? I'm uh, sorry, as Belshazzar did. That could be the reason. It could also be that the time has come for his regime to end. And we similarly, there's a Gemara. In Yuma, that says, the ain malchus nogat bechavarte afilu kemole neima. 
When the Kaddish Baruch Hu has decided that a malchus is to end, there is not a millisecond of time that is elapsed. It's done exactly at its time. The classic example, if you will remember from Malachim, where um, Shoal is late by a few seconds to a meeting with Shmuel, and for that he loses his malchus, because why? No, he loses his malchus because they purposely stalled him a second so that the malchus wouldn't change until it was supposed to change. In other words, Kaddish Baruch Hu in his divine wisdom fixes it exactly when it's going to end. It will end at that point, and that's what <coughs> happens to Belshazzar. Getting back to Tekel, I have weighed your actions on a scale. I find you terribly wanting. Pras, the third word, Peres, has a double meaning. Peres, parses can mean break. I am breaking your kingdom. Peres could also be a play on words for Paras, Persia. I am turning over the regime to Persia. I am breaking your machus, and it will be turned over to the Persians and the Medes. Be'idan, Omar Belshatza, Belshatza says you would think he would just in panic freak out, but no, he says, all right, dress him in the scarlet sash, which was a symbol of Malchus, put a gold chain on his neck, and announce publicly he is to be given one-third of my kingdom. That night, almost immediately after, Belshazzar is killed the two ways that he was killed, they speculate he was killed. Some say his own advisors, hearing of the prophecy, hearing of the prophecy say, uh, this is going to come true, let's assassinate him now. Or others say that the Persians and the Medes, who had been defeated earlier in battle, had now come back and circled the palace and assassinated him. In either case, you see that how it in fact ends for Belshazzar, the dynasty ends, it passes that very night to the Persians, it lasts three kings, and then the mighty empire of Bavel is destroyed, is gone in one night, in just a few minutes. And so we see the godless of the Kaddish Baruchu here. And now, Daniel, we are going to move from the handwriting on the wall to the Daniel in the lion's den. Tomorrow, 8.45 a.m. sharp. Be there. You will not 